Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. In unscripted conversations with investment professionals, you'll hear real stories about successes and lessons learned, informed by decades of investment experience. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. New episodes are available monthly. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes in an episode today. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc. This is the latest in our series, The Life of a Song, and I'm Ian McCann. This week, I put a spell on you. I put a spell on you. Because you're mine. Songs can be mixed blessings. Jay Hawkins was a fine singer with an unusual, dated-sounding baritone voice as well as a talented songwriter, an able pianist and a useful saxophonist. Though he was influenced by operatic bass singer Paul Robeson, Hawkins sang the blues. But blues wailers were a dime a dozen in America in the early 1950s, and Hawkins needed a gimmick. He tried looking exotic, wearing leopard-skin suits, a turban and leather. He tried writing tunes about drinking, and women who used curses to find a fella. These two ideas came together when he recorded the song I Put a Spell on You during a drunken studio session in 1956, and it changed his life for good and ill. Hawkins imagined his song as a sophisticated ballad, but what emerged that day was a wild horror howl, certain to be shelved. But his record label... OK, liked it. It was a staggering funeral march of a ditty, pushed along by a plaintive plunking banjo, and it was the gimmick he needed. OK renamed him Screaming Jay Hawkins, and the shock rock genre was born. <laughs> What's up? I The early rock and roll DJ and promoter Alan Freed dared Hawkins to appear at his shows in a coffin dressed as a voodoo priest. Hawkins refused, saying, No black dude gets in a coffin alive. They don't expect to get out. But when Freed added a $300 incentive to the proposition, Hawkins changed his mind, later claiming it was $2,000. From this point on, Hawkins became a full-time horror rock performer and his style was appropriated by Screaming Lord Such, Kiss and Alice Cooper, among others. But there was a price to pay. Gone was the sophisticated balladeer Hawkins wanted to be. I Put a Spell on You became both a way to earn a living and a cross to bear. The record sold a million copies, but it was a cult curiosity too weird to hit the charts. However, Hawkins proved correct. It worked just as well as a straight, desperate love plea. Nina Simone edited all the gags out of it in a mesmerising version in 1965. 
you do? I Put a Spell on You gave Alan Price his first hit in 1966 after leaving the band The Animals a year earlier. It also helped establish the chart credentials of the group Credence Clearwater Revival in 1968. Neither hammed it up. The song stood on its own passionate merits. Here's Credence Clearwater Revival's version. I ain't gonna take none of y'all. Arthur Brown returned the song to its creepy roots in 1968, adding new lyrics to make it even more melodramatic. I Put a Spell on You brought bliss to all who touched it, except its composer. In 1973, Hawkins moaned, If it were up to me, I wouldn't be screaming, J. Hawkins. James Brown did an awful lot of screaming, but never got called screaming James Brown. Why can't people take me as a regular singer without making a bogeyman out of me? By this time, Alice Cooper had become a major rock star thanks to a show that owed plenty to Hawkins' act. The musical The Rocky Horror Show spooked theatres and the sub-genre peaked with Michael Jackson's song Thriller in 1982. It's video packed with funky zombies. Hawkins was rediscovered as a cult figure during the 1980s and he was acclaimed for a role in Jim Jarmusch's 1989 movie, Mystery Train. He performed his voodoo shtick across America, armed with skulls, fireworks and sticks. And I Put a Spell on You continued to work its magic. Marilyn Manson's cover from 1995, for example, was all mock horror. The song has been covered by more than 80 artists. Brian Ferry and Annie Lennox played it straight, with versions in 1993 and 2014 respectively. Here's Ms Lennox. You know I can't stand it, you're running around, you know Also playing it straight were Jeff Beck and Joss Stone, whose 2010 version was nominated for a Grammy Award. In 
2001, a year after Hawkins died, a documentary about his life was released called I Put a Spell on Me. It told of his thwarted dream to sing opera, but he was reconciled to his famous song. For Hawkins, its spell had been broken. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. In unscripted conversations with investment professionals, you'll hear real stories about successes and lessons learned, informed by decades of investment experience. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. New episodes are available monthly. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes in an episode today. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.